G'day, g'day. Welcome back g'day. to the episode of Hoops from Down Under. Today we will be talking about what made me become into basketball, my favourite team, and my favourite player. My name's Ty, and let's go. So today I have a special guest. Invite yourself. Yeah, you know the vibes. No, I can't do that. I can't do that. I'm not on. I'm not on. I'm not on the King Wyatt podcast. Shout out my boy Wyatt. But um, yeah, on the hoops down on the podcast. I'm on the first ever one. I feel. I feel honored to be chosen for the first guest on here. Well, uh, for real, man. I appreciate it. Uh, by the way, I have USA versus Australia is live right now, so I'm watching it. So okay. now I get to see which I now I get to see what you're talking about on my podcast, which you should also listen to. Yes, sir. Take a listen. You know. Take a oh. listen. Sports House Podcast. Take a listen. Oh, anyways, you get in? Right, yes, please do. Thank you so much. Uh, so anyways, you want to get into it? Yes, sir. Okay. So All right, let's get it. I want to start about what made me get into basketball. So. Because this is a new podcast, people don't know about me, so I'm gonna let them know about me. So since a young age, I was more into rugby league. Rugby league is a sport which is tackle played people. Earlier. Yes, the objective is to tackle people <laughs> and put a ball, a rugby ball, over the trailer. I saw a rugby ball today for like the first time in ages, but they look okay. soft. Uh, it really depends what, like a union ball or like a league ball. I don't even know, but I just saw that Dick Sporting Goods. Listen, okay, hey, okay. I just want to say this right here, bro. Obviously, this is I'm not from Australia. You could obviously tell about my voice compared to his. Um, so um, shout out all my Aussies though. I'm I'm a guest. All right. I'm a guest. Uh but go on, go on, go on, go on. Um, so yeah, as I was saying, um, I was really into football, but when I moved into high school, by the way, when you, you start high school in year seven over here, not when you're in what is it? Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, year 10 over here. Okay. So, yeah, you start in year 7. So, like, when you're a young child, you're just like, there you go. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> when I moved to high school, there was no rugby fields which we could play on. We had rugby fields. We just weren't allowed to go out there unless we had um, grade sport or something. The only yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. was literally basketball. Just like, oh, Okay. And funny story, um, my best, who is my best friend now, me and him weren't friends at the time. And I was, I'm not even going to lie, I was in the dumbest class in year seven. Hey, year eight, we moved up though. I think it was just because of my behavior in primary school near the end. So they're like, oh, you know, he needs to be put in this class, blah, blah, blah. So I was like stuck with nobody. And then I started talking to him and he knew a lot about basketball at the time. And I was like, oh, do you mind like teaching me and stuff? And then as like halfway through the year, I remembered my mom saying, uh, shout out to my dad who passed away when I was two, rest in peace. Um, he said um, that my dad liked basketball. And since like, I remembered that, I've used it as motivation to keep playing. Like, not only do I do, That's it, good. Him, I do it for him. So, yeah, I respect that. Thank you. Halfway through the year, um, I broke my arm riding a push bike. So that put me back. And then the next year we had this competition. See, over here in, in Australia, it's not that popular. Basketball when it comes to like tournaments and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like I was still, I wasn't good at basketball and I was still getting used to it. So um, we had this school tournament, I guess. New school tournament, which I was part of. And me and my best friend were so hyped for it. We were talking about like we were going to become Steph Curry and Clay Thompson of the whole league. Like we were hyped anyway. 
And then the, then the second game happens and I break my wrist literally from a tip-off. So um, my mate, he gets the tip-off. I get the ball. I literally dribble off the court. I pass it. I trip over my own feet. Bang, I'm out. <laughs> I remember. I got someone passed me the ball, yeah? Like, I was in shock more. Like, I, like as soon as I saw it, I knew I broke, my, I broke my wrist. But he passed the ball to me. And, like, I went to shoot it. And, like, obviously got stolen. I've got one freaking hand. And then, like, I... As soon as like I saw it again, like I took it off, and then all he could hear was me screaming, like fuck, like I was swearing so loud, like the school thought I was crazy, and then I started. I've had that happen to me. I had to have him like something like that before with an injury wise too. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, go on, go on. No, I know you what did... you're talking about though, because it's happened to me too. No, go. Okay. What what happened with you? It's a it's a universal experience where we all get injured in school or a sport, and we we scream so loud. We think it's normal. We look back at it, and then we're like, "What did we just do?" Yep, that's that's. It's a universal right. experience. It's just because, like, as I said, I was just starting to get into basketball, so like, it doesn't help when the first two years you're rehabbing an injury the whole time. Yeah. So like, my my skills weren't good at all. Like now that I look back at it, the way how I play now, I'm not that good, being five foot four, but like. I can pass a lot of people, like, I feel like, honestly, like, I'm Chris Paul with the ball. No, we're playmaking, like, just with the handles, like, I have that yeah. on lock. Obviously, if you have, like, a great defender, they're probably going to steal the ball from you, because I am short and stuff, and I'm pretty weak, but it is what it is. So, year nine comes around, and finally, this is the first year um, I'm healthy. Also, I move schools. It's not like you don't transfer schools, you just move. So um, I moved schools to an all-boys school. The first day I went in there, I was petrified. I was like, oh, my God, these people look like absolute apes. Like, they look like grown men. Because at our school, it was mainly Asians. The That's what it was. Uh, for me, it's like, because obviously over here, I'm going into my sophomore year of high school, which okay. for you, I believe that's year 11. Yeah, there should be year 11 for you guys yeah, over here. That's Over here, that's grade 10. Over, over there, it's year 11. Um. Um, I was, you know, my first day of freshman year, everyone, like the older grades looked me, literally looked like, like grown men. Even when yeah. I was in middle school going into my, um, even elementary school, like when I was, like, when I was in like second grade, the fifth grades looked like grown men to me. It's a universal experience for everyone. I've said that multiple times tonight. It is a universal experience that is happening to every human on Earth, one point or another. Especially since the school which I went from, which was basically all Asians, where they didn't look like they're grown men. They just, you know what I mean? They looked different. Yeah. But then I go to a school which are full of mo- Middle Eastern people. They're just like, you know, they have beards, full beards. Like in I, I, I've, I've learned, you know, from from things and just like seeing it online and just in general. Australia seems like an like, extremely diverse country. Oh, we are. We are extremely multicultural. Like, there is still racism here, which is sad. But I've heard of I've heard of that before. Like, there has been a problem with, like, um, no, you get what I mean. Yeah, it's just it's a very touchy subject, which I don't really want to get into because this is about. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. No, I'm just saying in general. Like, you know, I don't want people coming after me. I'm just here to talk about my life. So yeah, I come into year nine, and um, I met this guy who's in my school his name's marker 
He was 6'4 at the time. I'm like 5'4. You better call him that from now on. Yo, whoever this Mago kid is, bro, we finna call you Mago from now on. You know the vibes, but listen. I'm gonna call you Mako. I'm gonna call you that. If, I don't even know you, kid. But if 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 I ever meet you, I'm gonna call you Mako from now on. But <laughs> go on, go on, go on. But yeah, this guy he's six foot four. I'm five foot, and I'm like, what the actual hell am I supposed to do against that? See, and I'm also still learning the game. But um, as I just played. I've never played for a team in my life. So I've learned literally from watching film and just my own experience. So as the years went on, pretty much, I just learned from myself and got better. And the people were like, I remember there's like kids who come up to me and they're like, you should play in the NBA. You're so good. And I was like, bro, if I even play in comp I'm going to get destroyed. Like, I just, I just like to play it for fun. You know what I mean? Like, I would uh-huh. rather watch and analyze basketball than play it properly. I don't know. Oh, just, yeah, that's the same with me. It's mainly because my height is low. It's like, I'm not going to waste my time when I know I'm not going to be that good. Like, I'll probably get, like, 10 minutes a game. I'll probably average, like, two points. Like, it is what it is. But um, how did it become a Lakers fan? So, like I said, as I said in his podcast, you know, link will be in the description below. Yeah. Um, I said that when I pick a team, I stick with that team. And my mom said she was a Lakers fan. So, I was like, okay. I'm a Lakers fan. It was as simple as that. But I, I never came a Lakers know, fan. I'm was... about to ro- I was about to roast you on your own podcast for a second, but go on. Pardon, sorry? I, I was about to roast you on your own pod- podcast. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. You were bandwagon, that's for sure. Oh, I have every, every, The only team every foreigner knows is the Lakers, the Celtics, and the Bulls. Okay, fair enough. You can call me that. That's fine, because I know I'm not. I've been a fan since 2014, 2015. You want to call me a bandwagon of freaking watching Colors Booze take shots? Yeah, okay. Yes. Colors okay, you know what? You... Colors Booze is supremacy. I'm more dead than I. <laughs> exactly. I pulled it up because I had a feelings. You would say that. I don't know. I just no, had a feelings. Don't... Like, you know, he's going to roast me. So, no, I'm not talking about... Pardon, sorry? What did you say? I didn't say anything. Go on. No, I didn't say anything. I, I'm so confused. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't even say anything before. Uh, you're, you're lagging. Oh, oh my bad. bad. You are too annoying. Oh, that's not good. Australian Wi-Fi. Um, so, yeah, 2014, 2015 was the first year I become a Lakers fan here. Or a Barcelona fan, I guess. Because, like, I knew about Barcelona, yeah. <clears throat> But I wasn't really a fan fan. So I just knew Kobe Bryant. And I'm pretty I knew who Jeremy Lin was. Because, Kobe. because he was Jeremy Lin. And he's Asian. 2015, 2016 comes around. And like, I knew about a couple more players. I wasn't into basketball like that yet. I just knew players. I knew yeah. Kobe still. Um, obviously, Jeremy Lin left the team. He went to Houston. Um, and I knew about D'Angelo Russell. That was it. 2016, 2017 is the season where I actually start watching basketball properly and I take it serious. So <clears throat> this year has a special place for me, even though we were absolute trash. And it was, in my opinion, the worst season we've had since I've been a fan of basketball. It was just, there was no parody in the NBA. It was just awful. But it still holds a special place because, you know, that's when I started watching. So yeah, this Lakers team was just awful, like I said. 
you know, shout out to my boy Brandon Ingram. Brandon, okay, no, I, I can't do too much of that. <laughs> you know, he was a rookie coming into, um, coming out of Duke. Um, my hey, look at this. This man knows stuff about American colleges. We got an educated man over here. Kind of. I just, I just know a bit here and there. Like, you know, he came out of Duke. He was a very scrawny kid. Like, he looked like he needed to eat a couple of cheeseburgers. That was the joke at the time. Brandon Ingram needs to eat cheeseburgers, stuff like that. Um, and the team's direction was just kind of, like, I didn't get it. We had an awful coach in LaGuardian. We were starting Leo Deng over Brandon Ingram half the time for God knows what reason why. Also, we gave them both ridiculous contracts, Leo Deng and Timothy Mosgoff, to this day, I still don't understand. But it's in... The Timothy Mozgov signing was actually a blessing in disguise. Timothy Mozgov then later went to the Magic, my team, and then uh, got injured and is nowhere to be seen. Did he Did he just get injured and he's just like, All right, I'm out? Yeah, I think so. Obviously, the main point when people think of the Lakers this year is D'Angelo Russell and Nick Young. The Iggy Azalea things. And at the time, I was just like, oh my God, that's LA for you. You know, it's not about basketball. It's about what's going on in the headlines. Oh, yeah, Nick Young has a user. Not anymore. You're a cheating boy. <laughs> to this day, I still, like, I don't understand what dealer got out of this. But, hey, it works. And this team, just on the court, they just didn't really mesh well either. Dealer was a very um, high-usage guy who, like, he, he was a decent playmaker. But, like, you could tell he wasn't really comfortable. Like and also with the um, with Lonzo Ball coming out of college, so it was like, oh, the Lakers are going to select Lonzo. What's going to happen to Dilo? Then we get the second pick, and then that's when we transition to the 2017-2018. So we traded D'Angelo Russell and Timothy Mozgov for Brook Lopez and pretty much Carl Kuzma. The pick which became Carl Kuzma. Mm-hmm. This year, I was. Excited. I was somewhat excited. I was like, okay, we got, you know, Brandon Ingram's a year better. Kyle Kuzma. He, I didn't even know who the hell Kyle Kuzma was. I'm being honest. Kyle Kuzma is one of the worst players in the National Basketball Association. Thank I you. He's, I don't think he's bad. I just think it's his Yes. Situation. Because he said it himself, and I agree with him. You can't be consistent when you don't have a consistent role. Because one day he'll be a star. Oh, uh, you know what? Yeah. Because, like, look, you replace Brandon Ingram. People are like, okay, I'd rather have Brandon Ingram on, this, on the team. Of course you would want that. I yeah. Know, I, I saw it. Like, of course you would want that, but, like, Brandon Ingram knew his role when he went to the Pelicans. When he got traded there, he was like, okay, we're going to let you be that scorer. Drew Holiday ain't that guy. Lonzo Ball ain't that guy. Zion's injured. Who else is going to take the shots? Nobody. We need you to be that scorer. With Kyle Kuzma, though, they were like, okay, at the start, we want you to be that first scoring option. Then they said, okay, one day we want you to start and be that guy. Then the next day, he's just a role player. Like, you can't be consistent when you don't know what you're mm-hmm. asked of day in and day out. So that's why I give slack for Kyle Kuzma. I, I feel bad for him at times. Like, he does bring it upon himself sometimes by being more of a model than a basketball player. Shout out Kim Kuzma, if you know, you know. Um... <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> and yeah, just like, just going back to this Lakers team, we brought Lonzo Ball, the rookie, and our team just looked 
a lot more together in a way. Like th- we, the chemistry still wasn't there properly, but like you could see, there's like a foundation starting to be built. And then during the season, it was derailed because <clears throat> Mr. LeBron James' rumors were going around that he was going to sign with the Lakers. Mr. Le- uh, Mr. Le- Mickey Mouse. Oh, my God. Le Mickey Mouse. Le Mickey, Le Mickey Mouse. LeBron James has signed with the Los Angeles Lakers. And now we go into the next year of 2018-2019. Yeah, well, D'Lo knocks you out of the playoffs. Mm, let's not talk about that. Now we all going to now. D'Lo knocked you out of the playoffs. I remember that. I was just like, I was so salty, but I was so happy from at the same time. I was like, you do your thing, boy. Like, I was mad, but I was like, okay. I respect that. You, you deserve that, honestly. You know, we traded you away for Lonzo Ball, and you're like, okay, you made the wrong decision. But in the end, who got the last laugh? We did. So, because D lives in Minnesota, and we just won a champ. Well, we didn't just win, but we won a championship last year. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, 2018 2019 comes, and this was the worst year for the Lakers, in my opinion. Fit-wise, it didn't make sense. As soon as I saw this, I was like, what the hell are they doing? We have so many non-shooters in Lonzo Ball. Um, Josh Hart wasn't really a good shooter. Tyson Chandler isn't a stretch big at all. You have LeBron, who's not really a good shooter. JaVel McGee and a shooter. Rajon Rondo and a shooter. Lance Stevenson and a shooter. Like, we had no shooters on this team. So you're telling me you're going to surround LeBron with no shooters and young guys. The whole year was just a mess. There was turmoil of um, AD trades. Not... Not just a couple AD trades, there's like a million different trade offers for one guy. It was ridiculous. So, obviously, the chemistry was awful. Um, LeBron was injured in and out. You know, obviously, he suffered that groin injury during Christmas and he missed a lot of games, which ended, which ended up the reason why we missed the playoffs. And to be honest, I'm fine with missing the playoffs. I was like, yeah. looking back hindsight, I'm fine with it because this team just. It just didn't make sense from the get-go. I was like, why? <laughs> it's either you're going to rebuild or you're going to win. Do, don't you agree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just looking at something. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, and then the Lakers, once again, next season, won the championship. 2019-2020. Well, I'm not done with the 2018-2019 season just My yet. My bad. Oh, no, it's all good. Then, you know, look, then we just kind of shut down LeBron. We kind of shut down the vets. And then... Who came to step up for the Los Angeles Lakers? Do you, do you want? Do you remember who? A- A- Antonio Davis. No, sir. It was Mister Brandon Ingram. See, who's now on? Who's now in the, the Pelicans? I'm going to get to that soon because I actually don't want him on the Pelicans anymore. I want to see him traded. Mm. We're going to get this soon. So where's the All Star break? Let's see. I'm trying to look for the All Star break. Okay, so I can't really find it, but he missed a couple games during the season. He just he just did, you know, injuries and stuff. But then when LeBron went out, Brandon Ingram kind of just became that guy. Like, listen to these stats here. Okay, so this is from 2019, the first of the seventh, okay? He scored two. Yeah. Then 10, then 15, then 22, then 16, then 8. So it's inconsistent, right? Mm-hmm. Then, he, then he scores 
21, 17, 20, 22, 36, 19, 20. So you're like, okay, there's, a, there's some consistency now. You know what I mean? Like he's starting to show he can be that scorer. Obviously, he wasn't a good three-point shooter still, and his free throw percentage was awful, but it developed as he went along. Then he went through a rough stretch of 12, 11, 19, 19. Then before he got injured for, what is it? One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven games he went off. He went 27, 29, 32, 23, 31, 25. Before, unfortunately, he had blood clots. That's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Which shut him down for the rest of the season. So you could see that. That's probably the reason why the, the Pelicans are like, okay, we want that guy over Carl Kuzma. Because he showed the potential to be that guy. He just didn't get to fully thrive in that position because he got injured with like when there was like only 63 games were played. So he missed a big chunk of the rest of the season. Like maybe the Lakers don't have to give up. I know this doesn't sound like that much. Maybe he doesn't have to give up a Josh Hart. Maybe they don't have to give as many first round picks if Brandon Ingram continually does that. They're like, okay, this guy's a star. And then the Lakers, you know, they can keep. So, like, okay, we'll give you Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, and we'll give you a first-round pick instead of giving so many first-round picks and Josh Hart. Because, in my opinion, Josh Hart is one of the best role players in the league. Yeah, I'd agree with that, too, with his he, veteran skills as well, too. I think that Josh Hart is a very, very good role player skill. Like, I'm being honest. You put him on a team as a glue guy, he, he can, like, be a championship-caliber player, trust me. He gets an insane amount of rebounds for a guard. He has good defense. His shooting's, mm, it's to be better, we would ask for. But you can't, he's a role player at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to talk about the Lakers? Like, what's your opinion on the Lakers so far? Well, obviously, it was just reported during when we were recording my podcast, it was reported that LeBron wants to finish his career with the Lakers. Oh, I did so, not see uh, I'd say for the next. Three to four years until LeBron wins his next championship. Lakers are covered. Lakers are covered, set straight for the next few years until LeBron retires. <laughs> then when Bronny LeBron gets doesn't into get the injured. League, okay, uh, if LeBron gets injured one more time, it's over. He's yeah. retiring. But like- if, if LeBron stays healthy for the rest of his career, then yeah, of course. Yeah, but It's all about health, man. Mm-hmm. It, this... We'll get into this year soon as we talk about the Lakers from this year. So, anything else between like the past years we're just talking about? Anything else you want to add on, or like what would you change, or any just anything? I would have added Kyle Kuzma in the Anthony Davis trade, but then I would have also. I obviously I don't think they would have. You know what? Oh, did, did they? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I feel like if you add in Kyle Kuzma, the Lakers should ask for another player back. And I know this guy doesn't sound that important, but I would ask for, if you add in Kyle Kuzma, give me each one more. He's a shooter. Ooh, that's He's what shooter. I was going to say. I, I was trying to think of someone, and yeah, each one more who was on the squad at that time. Yeah, ask yeah. for each one more if you're going to add in Kyle Kuzma, who at the time was okay. Now he's one of the no, worst well, players in the NBA. Add him on. Was, Why not? He was still good. He was still good before he got traded. Brandon Ingram and Kyle Kuzma had the exact same stats. Oh, no. Uh, oh. Didn't oh, you know that? That, that would have been perfect then. That would have been perfect then. So you, But the thing is, Kyle Kuzma wouldn't... Like, what would he do, though? I don't. I think the reasons why the Pelicans didn't want him because they had Zion. 
because Brandon Ingram is not a two. I clearly remember most of the time Brandon Ingram was running the two. He is not a shooting guard. He needs the ball in his hands to create. So what are you going to do? Run Drew Holiday, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, Zion, and Derek Favors? That doesn't sound like a good starting five at all, fit-wise or spacing-wise, does it? I don't think I really have anything else to add on about the Lakers at the moment. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to add on? No, not from the past years, no. Just All right, yeah. so... 2019-2020, the championship Lakers team. Also known for... Have you seen the... Photo- um, the, the Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Have you seen um the photo of Danny Green holding on to Brandon Ingram? I'd probably, at least once. All right, here, hold on. I'll send it to you right now. Also, I sent you something, too, if you want to check that it. out. Yeah. That. Yeah, I'll, thank you. I appreciate it. Look yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Guys, if you did not know, it will be on my Instagram. My Instagram will also be in the link down below. Tyn7. Tyn.7. If you know, you want to go follow it, go ahead. Um, Carl, not Carl Kuzma, sorry. I mean, it might as well be Carl Kuzma. Danny Green is, there's a photo of Danny Green holding onto Brandon Ingram's stick. And he, from this angle, he looks like he's not even denying it. He's just like, okay. Um, well, all I can say about that is he's been around Dwight Howard for too much. You know, Dwight Howard, you know, <laughs> you know, you know yeah. he obviously taught him a new skill. So, anyways, about this Lakers team and the season. It was a good year. Obviously, it was a very tough year. We have, like, the Clippers, you know, them getting Paul George, who would become Pandemic P for that year. And just the, the title run, it wasn't the hardest, but it wasn't the easiest evil. Like, it's not the Lakers' fault that the Clippers didn't keep up to their end of the deal. And they ended up having to face the Nuggets. Mm. Like, it's not their fault, is it? That Nuggets series was – that Nuggets-Lakers series – Turned good. out to be actually inter- and really entertaining. Yeah, obviously, I'm pretty sure it finished in six games, right? Correct. Yeah, it was it was a good six game series. Like, and then the Miami Heat. Who expected the Miami Heat? Did you expect the Miami Heat to make the NBA Finals? Not at all. Not at all either. Oh, I remember. I made a bet with this girl. <laughs> she was a Celtics fan. I was like, okay. If the Lakers and Celtics play and the Lakers win, you have to send me notes. And she agreed. And the Celtics didn't make it, so that that that's a misfortune opportunity, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I was like, because I remember I was actually rooting for Boston just for that reason. You know, obviously I hate Boston Celtics for clear reasons. I mean, I'm fine with them. I'm a Lakers fan. I don't have a choice. <laughs> I really don't. Do I? Yeah, I mean, fair enough. So, yeah, then we just dispose of them of the bubble fraud, Miami Heat. Yes, I do think they were frauds. I, but also, you do have to they did They did deserve to make it, but I'm just saying, I don't believe they are who they are. Like, who they try to beat. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's like, they put an image of themselves... They're like, okay, we're this. And then when it actually came to like showing it, they didn't show it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They catfished everyone. There you go. That's the word. They catfished everyone. <laughs> so, so then the Lakers win the chip, and then the next year comes along. We, the problem with this year is with chemistry. Like I said, talking about Kaku's not also. <laughs> he, he went from being 
the go-to scorer when LeBron and AD were injured to being a role player again, like, throughout the whole season. You know, THT stepped up. I didn't even know who the hell Taylor Horton Tucker was until... Magic drafted him originally, by the way. By the way. That's got to hurt. THT would be nice for your team because you need a go-to scorer. Oh, no, we do. But we have Trumo Kiki now. I mean, I was just a little like bit a curious shock a shock about the world need a million. I don't know. And I'm getting so really inconsistent. Yeah, go on. As a Magic fan, how did you feel about the Vucevic trade? The, oh, oh, my goodness. If you scroll back on Sports Hours, you will find me absolutely fuming about it. I, let me tell you the story. Obviously, I live in Orlando. Uh, oh, I, go, I was at the I was at the game before Vooch got traded. Not oh even twenty four hours before, and so I saw him and all of the rest of the Big Magic guys last ever game. I am still pissed off about it. Jeff Wellman, do your job. I get that we got Wendell Carter Jr., but why didn't you trade Mo Bamba instead? Huh? Well, the reasoning why is obviously they just want to go completely rebuild. They still want to give Mo. It was completely rebuild. Obviously, we just got Jamal Mosley. That was the worst trade that we could have done that day. Shame on us. <laughs> Shame on us. How do you feel about... I know that the rumors have died down, but how do you feel about DeMar DeRozan going to the Magic? Obviously, those rumors are really dead now, but, yep. I mean, I wouldn't mind it. I mean, yeah. I would hate I mean, it would be huge. It would be huge for us, but who knows? I would hate it, personally. If I was a Magic fan, I would hate it. I'd be like, why? We're trying to rebuild. Why are you bringing in this veteran guy? I'm saying, like, 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 once we start making the playoffs a little bit more, then I'd say bring in that established vet. Yeah, but not now. You just need, like, bring in... Oh, no, no, no. This story, this season, I think we're going to be really close to making the playoffs. We're going to make the playoffs. You really think so? Your team... I I don't believe so. I don't see it. This East... I do think we will make the playoffs. Mm. Okay, let's think of the teams we made. Let's look at the NBA standings, yeah? All right. Listen, with the with the draft picks that we're gaining this year with the young talent and with a new coach, we are for sure making the playoffs or getting really you are, close you to guarantee it. that? You wanna go? Guarantee- I'll, I'll guarantee it right here, right now. You wanna make a bet that the magic will make it? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, get come okay. back to this soon. Okay, so what's the bet gonna be about? Because I <laughs> what do you want um, to do? I'll, oh, we can think of that later. I'll buy. All right, yeah. But look, if I'm looking at the East standings, yeah, Philly's going to be the next year. Brooklyn, Milwaukee, New York, Atlanta, and Boston will be there. That's seven. Let's spots. see what happens. Let's see what happens in free agency first. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying for now. Yeah, those yeah. seven teams will be there. Wizards, I'll tell you this. I don't. I don't. I don't know about. My Wizards in Miami will not. Yeah, I don't. Oh, Miami might because I still do have Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo, so they could be. Um, the Pacers, if they rebuild, if they decide to rebuild, they won't make it. But if they keep the same team and they're healthy, trust me, the Pacers will be in the top four. You can come back at this. The Pacers team is actually so underrated. I do think, yeah, Pacers will. They Pacers are, does have a talented the team. The problem is they are literally a walking hospital ward. As soon as one plays healthy. Bam, the injured. Uh, also, yeah. What was same with the magic too? What was his name? Um, it was this guy named Katie. You, I, I know you remember this. I'm um, a Pacers player. He went up and like, 
I think he went up for a layup, and then like he's this whole ankle with this like snap, and there's like bleeding everywhere. Remember? Oh that? no, that was my team. Yeah, uh, Devin Commandy. Yeah, that was this. De- not Devin. Was it Devin? I, it could have been Devin. I think it was Devin Commandy. I that was literally one of the most heartbreaking things to watch. That was so disgusting as well. Just the blood. I was like, oh my god. And you could hear the screams as well. It was just. Oh. It was horrible. Oh. And I watched. I was. I watched it live, obviously too. So I, it was even worse for me. I wasn't even watching because I didn't, I didn't even remember what I was doing that day, to be honest. But I'm in, actually in a Pacers group chat, not because I'm a fan, just because I like to see from, like, different teams' fan bases what they talk, what they think about their team. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, they were like, oh, my God, look at this. And I was like, <clears throat> like, I was about to throw off. Um, but going back, the Pacers, if they're healthy, they're going to be a top-four team. Um, Hornets, I could see making the playoffs. The Bulls. I, I could see it. See, Bulls absolutely fan. not. I've been a fan. You have v- just because you have Vucevic and and Zach Levine does not mean you're gonna make the playoffs. You want to know why? Because they're the only two starting good guys on the team. You need a bunch of good, better guys if you fan make the playoffs. <laughs> no, because I see last year I even thought the for the past few years I was like, okay, the Bulls can they have a chance of making the playoffs, and then every year they just disappoint. So I'm gonna say no. Raptors, no, the I don't know. To be fair, everyone's like the Raptors played so bad this year. Okay, they haven't been at home for so long. Remember, they sacrificed themselves to play in Florida just mm-hmm. for you guys. And you guys want to criticize them? That is so disrespectful, in my opinion. Like, I'm saying the Raptors should not get any slander at all. They yeah. decided to play. Like they're like, okay, we're not gonna go to Canada just so this works. Also, shout out to um the New Zealand Warriors who did it's um, a rugby league team. They did the exact same thing last year with COVID. Um, they were like, mm-hmm. we're gonna stay in Australia so the league can continue. That's what you call sacrifice. Right Smart. Now. Oh, what's the score by the way? Are we getting destroyed? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, thirty-seven to thirty. Now you're you're not losing too bad. Oh, uh, so give me some um. Analysis of the game so far since you're watching. Well, I think Matisse Stiebel. Oh, Matisse Stiebel three. He makes it. What Matisse for? Wow. Yes, sir. Matisse has been. Matisse has been doing a little bit of both today. He hasn't been as much as on on his defense game, but his off but his offensive skill today equals out to it. Okay. Damian Lillard and Kevin Durant are obviously on their ways right now. Uh, okay. Bradley Beal has been doing somewhat okay. Bradley okay. Beal, speaking of, is about to take a free throw right now. Boo, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's so funny when I talk to you Americans because it's like I always joke about, like, kangaroos and stuff. Yeah, and, um, and then you could joke about uh, racist people here, racist uh, people in the South. See, yes, it's like, a little bit of a quieting topic, but... um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on, go on, go on. I I didn't like to make. I shouldn't have said that topic about um other countries and just racism stuff. It just like I'm fine. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm I just make fun of the South, even though I live in the South. Ah, uh, okay. No, I'm just saying like it's fine if you do it to like if you are it, but like if you're not, I don't like it. Yeah. But unless I say it's okay, like if I'm close with you and I know you're just joking around, like I'm Flash. Shout out to our boy Flash, even though. Sometimes you shout can out, hear. shout out to Jerry West's. I can't, you know, no, 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 no. no we, I'm not no, gonna. We, I'm not, we don't shout out Jerry West to you, man. We don't do all that. All right, all right. 
Even though he wasn't like this player most of his career? His whole career, you mean? All right. My bad. All right, go on. Go on, go on. Go it's on. just move. Different topic. Different topic. Different topic. If you have, if you have any more topics. um, Yeah, not really, to be honest. You want to wrap it up? Uh, Yeah, just... Or do you want me to... You, you want me to just say my outro and you can do your outro? Alright, sure. Oh, by the way, we're going to edit this out. Can you help me edit and stuff? Because I can't. Uh, yeah, I'll teach you. This is Miss Scotty here from the Sports House Podcast, aka Sports House. Go follow Sports House OG. Yes, sir. On Instagram. On Instagram. I also got Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok too. So go check those out as well. Check out the podcast as well. That's all I got to say for tonight. I hope all of y'all have a good night. Listen to Australia. Good afternoon, evening, morning, twilight, whatever whatever time it is for you. I appreciate that. Anyways, I appreciate y'all, and I'll see y'all in a bit. Anyways, so um, let's just get into our last topic of the day, yeah? <clears throat> so let's talk about the New Orleans Pelicans, since we kind of went over it a bit, but we were mainly paying attention to the Lakers. So as a non-Pelicans fan, we both aren't Pelicans fan, but obviously I pay more attention to them. What? I thought you just said you was a Pelicans fan of me. I said I'm a Lakers fan. I'm a Brandon Ingram fan. Different. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, no, 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 Support the small. If one player is, would you say you like Brandon Ingram more than the Los Angeles Lakers? I don't know. I really don't know because I've grown. Nah, you do. You do. I know you do. Excuse me. I know you do because you're not. You're you're a bigger Brandon Ingram enthusiast. You talk a lot more about Brandon Ingram. Then you do, then I hear about the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm okay. going to tell you right here, right well, now, can... you are a New Orleans Pelicans fan. But I will I'm say not... this about, no, 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 I will start off by saying this about the Pelicans. Okay, go. Listen, the New Orleans Pelicans are such a, a mediocre team in the NBA. Facts. They have a bright, young future. Facts. Brandon Ingram. Josh Hart is a is a old is a old guy coming in there. Obviously, with the Lonzo Ball rumor trades, all right. Okay. Yes. Listen, and also too, you have Zion Williamson, the building block of the Los End of the <laughs> New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah. Okay. And now those rumors of the Pelicans are going to trade up in the draft, and now you're going to get another high profile youngster on your team. <clears throat> You've won. If Eric Bledsoe is well too, you have won. Wait, did you say Eric Bledsoe's good? I mean, he's decent. No, he's not even decent. He's he well, he's just better felt... than Ben Simmons. No, he's not even close to Ben Simmons. I would yes, he is. Ben Simmons, ben Simmons is not a hundred. Is not the top hundred players in the oh, NBA. He is. No, he he literally isn't. I've been saying this for ages now, and I can debate it with you right now. Give me, give me players that you think are worse than Ben Simmons. There's a lot of players. Which is, all right, Eric Bledsoe. All right, just on this team alone, the only players who is not better than him is Brandon Ingram and Zion on this team. 
So that's the whole roster, okay? Um, the big go, baller let's go, let's family. Let's All three brothers, sorry, four including little Dicky, are better than Ben Simmons. They're not on the Pelicans. That, I said from the Pelicans. Still counts. Go on, go on, go on, go on. All right, let's start. Let's go down your Orlando Magic team. Um, he's better than Otto Porter Jr. That's for goddamn sure. He- oh no, I hate. I can't say that. I preferably am not the biggest fan of Otto Porter Jr. I th- he, yes, he's only played one game for the team, but I I do not think at the moment he 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 has the skill to impress me as a Magic player with his extremely large contract. Isn't, too. It, isn't it expiring this year? Correct, and I hope we. I, I, that seems mean. I hope we don't resign him just for the I fact. Or if if we resign him, if we resign him, and I think it will be for a smaller contract. Yeah, of course. No one's going to pay him that much again. They're like, oh well, yeah. Um, Markel Fultz in the future. Markel Fultz <laughs> is the world's greatest NBA player of all time. No, I'm playing. Markel Fultz is my favorite player in the NBA at the moment, not okay, including Cole Anthony. Okay. okay? Listen, I, I, have, I love Markel. He's he's an idol to this city. He's an icon to this city. And I will tell you this right here, right now. Markel Fultz has one of the brightest futures in the NBA okay. as long is he as long as he stays healthy. At the moment, he isn't healthy. But as, if he goes for the next three years, he will 100% get All-Star at least once. And I will bet you that right here, right now. I don't disagree with you. I I believe in Marco Fultz's potential. And I'm going to say the same with Jonathan <laughs> Isaac, too. Yeah, I... Uh, and yeah, RJ... Definitely. Jonathan Isaac, RJ Hampton, Cole Anthony, Markel Fultz, all of them have the potential at the moment to be All-Stars. But they won't... They won't all become All-Stars in the Magic, let's just be honest. Well, they could become All-Stars no, on another not team. At the same time, not at the same time. I don't believe in the same... No, 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 not at the same time. I mean, just in general. I think yeah. that they will become All-Stars at least once in their career. They have the easy potential to do it, and I think they could. Let's talk about Wendell Carter Jr. He was having a little bit of a breakout season at the end of this season. Yes, I think Wendell Carter Jr. will have a very, very promising rest of his career. School and career. Yeah. With, with Orlando. Obviously, he's only in his third season in the NBA. Don't know how long he might stay here. He might leave tomorrow. Who knows? Next up, we're going to go over... I'll go over m- m- MCW. Okay. MCW is, as you know... I actually don't hate some people. Some he's people say he's player. a... No, 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 no. Let me speak. Some people say he's a one-season wonder. He's not. And I get that. I get that with his one rookie of the year campaign. But you got to understand the amount of times he's moved from team to team to team to team to team. Obviously, he's found a home here in Orlando now. Yeah. And obviously, you could tell by by the end of this season, he was getting a lot better. His numbers were going up. And obviously, the reason why he's not overlooked is he could be putting the same numbers he could be putting as a rookie, but because he is not a youngster and a rookie, he will be overlooked. Facts. James Ennis. James (laughs) Ennis. I... I I, I don't... I I, Don't get me wrong, there's parts of his game that I like, but I do not... I do not think that he has a future with this team. Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba and Wendell Carter, I think, are struggling and fighting with each other for that starting spot. Starting for the starting spot, as you. Hey, I'm on. I'm on the phone with someone. Okay, okay, okay. Go on. 
had I had an interruption. I had okay. a little an inter- interruption there quickly. But listen, there's the moments campaign. I it, it's gonna depend on what Jamal Mosley is gonna decide to do with Mo. I would okay? trade him. I would personally trade him. Not because. Do you think like- Jeff Weltman will decide to say, "Hmm, you know what? Let's wake up one day and trade Mo Bamba." And speaking of another person who I think could be on the Magic trade list, Terrence T Money Ross. Terrence Ross needs a new situation, bro. He's Terrence a Ross is a he is a talented guard. Some stuff, obviously, I think he needs to work on big time. Some stuff I think he is fine with. I think he's more of a flashy, aerobatic player. But when it comes to the in-clutch situations, in the situations, the dirty work that matters at the end of the day, he cannot get that done. Fair enough. Not everyone does built like that. I feel like he would be a perfect six-man on a, like, a championship team, bro. I think, speak, I guess, talk about some of the other guys on the team that's overlooked. All right, well, now he's not really overlooked, Mr. R.J. Hampton. Obviously, he's not underlooked by me. I know about him. Also from the New Zealand Breakers. Shout out to New Zealand Breakers. Um, Before we get into that real quick, I have a funny story about the Breakers, yeah? So, um, the first and only NBL game which I went to was actually against the New Zealand Breakers. I'm from Sydney, so the team is named the Sydney Kings. And um, what we do, yeah, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if it happens in America, probably does. It was um, if you can get the opponent by like booing and stuff to miss two free throws, you get like a cheeseburger. Like it's just a small thing, but like <laughs> bro, I swear, no, 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 we have that, we have that, we have that with Chick Fil A. The whole stadium, bro, be like boo, and especially because they're from New Zealand as well, it's even more animosity. So like the whole crowd's booing and stuff. Oh my god, it was so funny. And then we ended up losing the game by two points because of free throws. So. <laughs> well, I mean, at least you got cheeseburgers. <laughs> Uh, no, we didn't get it. <laughs> oh, okay, my bad. No, because he made them. They won. Like, oh. You have to miss two free throws in a row. Like, not two free throws the whole game, because obviously they're going to miss two. But you have to try to get him to miss two in a row. And the fact that he won and two free throws in a row, it just killed me. I was like, bro. And I was like, what, 13, 14 at the time? I wanted that cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, continue, sorry. I just thought that would be RJ Hampton, rookie of the month in the month of May. Yes, sir. I think RJ Hampton is a bright, beautiful future in the NBA. Being a young player, he's a combo guard. Definitely, he is. He what is. You, he is. He is. And I think more of a two than a point. Yeah, yeah. But listen, when you talk about RJ Hampton, he is the future of this league. With my man. Cole Anthony. Let me talk about Cole Anthony, another future of the league, a legend of the league so far. I do, I do truly think. <sighs> oh man, I'm getting tired out here. I do truly think Mr. Cole Anthony and RJ Hampton, if both of them stay healthy and both of them keep on progressing with Coach Jamal Mosley, we will have one of the most talented squads in the NBA for the next few years. And I think we will make the playoffs next year. I truly do think we will make the playoffs next year. And I think if the Pelicans obviously hiring the Suns assistant coach announced today. Oh, if, really? If I haven't is, even seen that. I, I I guess I'm breaking the news to you. Okay. Um, if knowing that is the case, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I wish the best of. I'm obviously I wish the best of luck for him. Yeah, I I, I don't know how well he's. Gonna... I just don't believe. See, you I... said you said three guards, yeah. Well, you said five guards you have on your team. Obviously, two of them aren't future pieces in Terrence Ross and MCW, right? But then you have three, like you said, future of the league. <sighs> You're gonna have to pick two of them. Out of the three, who do you trade? Do you trade RJ? Do you trade Cole Anthony? Or do you trade Markel Fultz? Because you can't keep all three of them and expect them to be superstars. Yes. No, I'm keeping all three of them. You're going to keep all three of them. Okay. One's if there's team chemistry issues, which I could definitely see. No. Do you not realize this team has some of the best chemistry in the league? They joke around. We are known as a team that has good chemistry. Unless you get Mr. D. White Howard inside of there, this team has good chemistry. Dwight and I and Howard. I. Th- How do you feel about Dwight Howard? Since you're a Magic fan, a lot of people preferably do not like him in this city. Every time he comes here, he gets booed a lot. <laughs> a lot of he is one of the most hated people in the city of Orlando, Florida. Well, you, but, got to, you got to remember, at the end of the day, he did bring you to an NBA Finals. He did bring us to an NBA Finals. He didn't win. In it. In my opinion, the way everything happened, I do not like it. Sure. But for what he bring to this team, what he bring to this city, I thank him. Okay, I respect that. You don't have to. You don't have to like him, but you have to respect. I I I don't have. I don't preferably like him in the decisions that he made, but I respect for what he has done for this team and this city. I'm trying Going to think into of the player. like, I don't. Well, I'm trying to think of a player who I don't like, but I respect. But I can't really think of. <laughs> oh, actually, Draymond. I like. I don't really like Draymond and is like what he does. I'm gonna disagree with that. I love Draymond. But I but I respect the hell out of him and I rank him high because of that respect because he is a great player. I just don't like. I would say I would say for that for me is Patrick Beverly. I I, I will not lie. I love his antics, but I hate when he goes against my team because he then he he brings up the antics. He's like he's one of them players that you love to hate. Yeah, I think sir. another player that I think I can respect. Ooh. I'm trying to think of another player that I can respect that I just I'm like I don't like black and respect of what they done. And I think Oh, I can tell you. I you know what, you know what, no, 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 no. I I think I I think I have two in my mind. Okay. You know, I think I have uh No, not really. Um I I, I was about to say someone, but then I realized Alright, I'm gonna name a player. I don't know if you remember this guy. You might have seen be Jimmy for that. No, not Jimmy. No, no, no. This is a guy who I just purely hate. Monte Ellis. Come on now. Listen. You can't hate Monte. He is literally the most inefficient scorer I have ever seen. Okay, listen. But it's Monte. On the Warriors, he was a good player, and I respect that part of him. But since he got traded to the Warriors, he was just an inefficient, unvaluable scorer. Okay, especially when he went to the Pacers, there was literally no reason for him to be there. Because... He was coming off the bench to people like CJ Miles, okay? Listen, in case I get CJ any Miles. really... Hold on. Sorry go, sorry, go on. We're talking about a guy who is pretty, at best, a 3-and-D player, who, and he's being benched for him. Montreal is coming off the bench, scoring nine points on very inefficient shooting. Uh, Montreal Ellis has no real, like, near the end of his career. And he's still only... Well, he was still only young. I think he was only like 32, 33 when he last played. That just goes to show that's his mindset. It's pretty much, I'm a score. I'm going to take as many shots as I want. I don't care if we win or not. That's why he's never <sighs> been on the team. Think of it. 
The only team which you can count as winning was when he was on the Mavericks. Milwaukee Bucks sucked. Golden State sucked. Pacers sucked. Mm-hmm. He just he just doesn't help the team. At first, I used to love Von I was like, oh look at this guy, bro. He's like, you know, he's a he's a great scorer. Blah blah. blah. As soon as I saw the efficiency, I was like, oh, okay, let's <laughs> no. <laughs> I think just the future of the NBA is it's very in good hands. Is it is in good hands? But it's in very good hands. Right, let's, but let's... the fact is, will the NBA live up to this hype that it's getting right now? Or will it not? I don't know. I think but so. Continue. Um, I want to circle back to the Pelicans because we went <laughs> way off topic, which is fine. I don't mind it. I like talking about other teams. But um, from my perspective of the Pelicans, yeah, is that uh, we need to keep Lonzo. We, we, I don't care. The max I would give him, if any team offers him more than like... Three like, years, $25 million. $25 million, Bro, I'm not willing to pay $25 million a year for Lonzo Ball. No. Just $25 million in total contract, like not a year. $25 oh, no, he million. Deserves, he deserves a bag. Trust me, he deserves a bag. I would. The most I'm willing to pay him is $20 million a year for like four years. All right, then yeah, $20 million a year, four years. Why not? If a team offers more than that, I'm, I'm going to let him walk. I know you're like, but Lonzo Borg would help our team so much. But I don't know if he's worth more than $20 million from what he's showing right now. Yes, he's great. Yes, he's a playmaker, and I'm not counting this season because that wasn't his fault. That had to do more with the fit and just the way how they were coached. So I know he still has that playmaking in him. But I'm not, I just don't want to pay a guy who's only going to probably, at best, right now, would probably give me like 16 points and 10 assists. I, I don't want to pay a guy 20 mil just for that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I would just rather get someone else. Like, I don't know. Like, I would rather Spencer Dinwiddie over Lonzo Ball. I think everyone wants Dinwiddie in the league. I wouldn't mind. I think every team, in my personal opinion, I truly think every single team in the NBA could benefit from Spencer Dinwiddie. Yes, I would love him on the Lakers. Please get rid of Dennis Schroeder and give me Spencer Dinwiddie. Listen, listen. You know what? Should Should I do some teams? Why not? Let's do. Let's go with the Portland Trail Blazers. Obviously, with the Damian Lillard situation, okay. obviously it's rumored for Damian Lillard to be traded for Ben Simmons. Horrible trade. Um, but if you if listen, if you if they do that, Ben Simmons cannot have that skill at that that he does. So then you want to bring in Spencer Dinwiddie as a backup guy. If you are the Los Angeles Lakers, you are looking to get rid of Dennis Schroeder or Kyle Kuzma, that's what you got to do. If you are the Oklahoma City Thunder, you need an older guy. You need an OG on the team. I get Kevin Walker is one, but he's still primarily young. So that's why you need to get into him. Mm, I don't know. Okay, so you just nah, they wouldn't. Unless they're going to sign him and then trade him, <laughs> which I could definitely see. Okay, Houston like, Rockets. You want, you want the Houston Dinwiddie? Rock. Oh, sorry, go on. You want Spencer Dinwiddie? Give me, give me five second round picks. Okay, thank you. Bye. <laughs> the Houston Rockets are in the biggest tank of their franchise. You have no superstars on the team. John Wall on that team can't even be considered a superstar. He's not even a star anymore. He's not even a star anymore. If you put him back on Washington, he's a sore. 
He's still a star. But if when he is on that Houston Rockets team, he is not a star. He needs someone else to back him up so he could be at that star level that he was at. And that's why I need Spencer Dinwiddie. The Miami, hold on, the Miami Heat. Obviously, after a horrible playoff run this year, I get it. They got plays against the Milwaukee Bucks. That still does not matter. You got clean sweep. That is embarrassing in itself. Hire, sorry, not hire. Bring in Spencer Dinwiddie. He'd fit well with that misfit type team. I do think Spencer Dinwiddie would fit on that team. Any other? Let me, let me, Minnesota Timberwolves obviously haven't really had glory days since Kevin going net. Well, so, well, I mean, why would they bring in another guard? They already have too many guards. They have D'Lo, Anthony Edwards, Jared Culver, Josh Okogie. True. They add Ricky Rubio. They have way too many guards. They don't need another guard. Um, what I was going to say is how much would you be after John Wall's contract expires? How much are you willing to pay him? Me personally, I would pay him 10 mil. Three years, 16 mil. Three years, 16 mil. Okay. I would pay him for like two years for 20 mil, like 10 million each year. Maybe even like a one year and like a team option. Yeah. I like, so you know what I mean? So like he can prove himself like, okay. Three year team option. Give him that. I'd say two years because, like, that one year, like, it's guaranteed and the second year it isn't. But because he's John Wall, I don't think he would accept that because, you know what I mean? He's like, I'm John Wall. How how dare yeah. you offer me a team option? Like, do you know who I am? But at the same time, I feel like he should take it. You know, yeah. like, do a perfect example, Julius Randle. He took a yeah. team option and he proved himself. It's like, okay, look, Julius Randle going to get that bag. Oh, no, you know Julius Randle's going to get that bag and he- – Speaking of, the New York Knicks could use Spencer Dinwiddie. The New York Knicks could use anybody at guard just to help him because Derek the Red New York like- Knicks has the skill to be something amazing at the moment. Well, and I think all all New York needs is a big time star. True. Which well, could, Spencer no, no, Dinwiddie all, no, no, no. I'm talking. I'm just saying in general. Yeah. If this day, the day that New York that the New York Knicks get a big time star, it's over. It's over. The Knicks are like, back. I feel like Julius Randle can be a first scoring option, low key. I feel like he can be. Like you bring in a guy like Carl Larry, yeah. I would love to see Larry. That would Philly. I would love to see that I'd Lowry on the Larry team. Larry on Philly or on New York, and then like if they still have money, bring in like another just complimentary piece, like a Robert Covington. Mm-hmm. So you'd start have a starting five of like Carl Larry, Emmanuel Quickly, um, Robert Covington. Julius Randle and Mitchell Robinson. That'd be nice. Is that a championship team? No. No. But you're, it's building blocks. You're getting building blocks. That's what you need. Carl Larry, like, sign him for, like, two years for 10 mil. And, like, 10 million each. And then, like, Robert Covington, well, you'd have to trade for him. But I don't know what you trade for Robert Covington, though. And I don't know if I'm willing to trade for him, but you know what I mean? Like, a guy like that. Mm-hmm. Um... um... Any other things you want to add on about the Pelicans? You know, add on what you were going to say about the Pelicans. Yeah. Um, well, I just went to Lonzo, then we went into free agency. But um, before I did that, you were talking about the Miami Heat. Where does Gordon Dragic go? So you're going to replace Dragic with Spencer Dinwiddie? Obviously, Dinwiddie's better, but like, do you bring Dragic back? Like, what's the plan? Yeah, you bring, you have Dragic as a backup. 
Okay, you bring oh, it back. Oh, my bad. Hold on. Something happened with my mic right there. Yeah, you bring Dragic as backup. Okay. I'm just, I'm just asking because, like, you were just naming the stuff and I was like, I want to ask some questions. Um, I, I, I think if you could bring Dragic as a backup and if Dragic doesn't want to have that backup ball, send Dragic to... Send him, send him to Portland. Why not? Okay. And I know this is going to sound absurd because you don't like Ben Simmons. But um, for the for the past few months, I've been. You want to know what's funny? A clip of Allen Iverson just came on my TV speaking about the 76ers. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> he heard me. Um, this is gonna sound really absurd, but I'm willing to put that out. I would run Ben Simmons at center, not with Philly, not with Philly. No, keep him beat. If he's <gasps> on, if he's on another team, I'd run him at center. He's tall enough. He's got the strength to play center. Obviously, he's not the best post defender. Obviously, I know that, okay? But he's still young. He can develop. You're telling me a guy who was very, very efficient around the rim, yeah? You double, like, it's either, if he gets really good at post-ups, you're going to have to double him. And if you double him as a playmaker who's being doubled, then he's going to be really good, obviously, because he does have that court vision. I do agree with people that his playmaking is overrated because it's pretty much just a simple pass and then they make the shot. So, like, bro, I could do that. Pull yeah. me on the court. I'm going to pass the ball. You yeah. Assist. Wow, I'm the best playmaker of all time. <laughs> but if you're doubling Ben Simmons, then that then he's going to be at his full potential. Like, because he can switch onto guards, obviously, because he's been guarding them. Is he, is he going to be the best? Not exactly. But he's got the height, he's got the speed, and then he's got the strength and height to play center. It's a perfect world because you can play switch defense the whole, like the Rockets. Like you put Ben Simmons on that Rockets team instead of PJ Tucker. Obviously, he's not a shooter, which will hurt their team. But I mean, with what they want on defense, they would be insane because they switch everything. True. Now, yeah. So, what, so obviously, the main topic of today was the Pelican. um But we'll get Pelican. We'll, so, get, we'll get, get into, into that. that. Get into that. Well, do you do you agree with me though? No, no, no. Uh, sort of, sort of, fifty-fifty. Okay. And it's a, it's a it's a, it's a complicated topic. Complicated. It, it, it's a stretch, but like I I do believe like a team like Portland. <sighs> you put him on the team with Portland with Dame CJ. Yeah. You, you have um, what's his name? I forget his name now. As no a center, I don't. No kids. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I would Trick. rather Ben Simmons over Yusuf Nurkic for that team. Because uh, he, I feel like he would just help the team. He would get Dame open with like with playmaking and stuff. I don't I don't think so. <laughs> but <laughs> All right, now but for real now. Tell me what you think about uh well tell me what you think about the Pelicans. We keep getting distracted, but it's okay. <laughs> um with the Pelicans, um like I said I would read San Lonzo. Um, I would look to trade Eric Bledsoe to the Pistons for, like, literally just a second-round pick. That's how low... I'm telling you, that's how low his value is. Like, I would even give up a second-round pick just to get a second-round pick back because that's how bad he is. I'll give you Eric Bledsoe, a second-round pick, and, we, like, we'll do, like, a swap pick thing. So then there you go. That's $50 million off the contract. I'm not willing to give up a first just to get, you know what I mean? But... Yeah, if I feel like the Pistons would take that, you know what I mean? Like they get a veteran guy who can help, um, mentor Cade Cunningham when they draft him. They can help mentor Kim Hayes, mm-hmm. because Eric Bledsoe was a good defender when he was in his prime, and he was mm-hmm. so like I feel like he would be a great veteran on that team to help him. Whoa, someone just one more thing. 
Yeah, and, sorry, go on. And for us, the reason why we do that is just to clear up cap. I would love to trade Steven Adams, but that's just unrealistic. So going into free agency, there's not really anyone who I can think of other than Lonzo. Like, pretty much just get shooters. That's that's what we need. Yes, okay, you guys are going to be screaming at me right now. JJ Redick. If you watch the Pelicans, oh! JJ Redick was so ass for us. Like, the first year he played for us was good. The next year, he was so bad. He pl- he looked like friggin' Jerry White. <laughs> Flash gonna come oh, on you. No. Yeah, Flash, 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 you old head gets banned from a chat. I can't say that on the live. Yeah, you got just... banned for a chat for a reason. Um for a reason. You old head, you you were born in eighteen seventy four. You old head. Oh hey, shout out to Flash though, for real. He's he's a goat, not gonna lie. He we don't always agree with his takes, but he's a pretty smart analyst. Like it's he's not a like, stat nerd. He's, no, 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 he's a stat nerd. That's what he is. Yeah, he's a stat nerd. But at least he has facts to back it up. He's not just making outrageous claims. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you're done recording this, scream, purposely send him this part or send this part to the chat where, where, we, where I scream into the mic and I call him, call him an old man. Yeah, I will. I'll do it when All I'm right. editing it. All right. So, um, yeah. And then we just need to choose. Like, J.J. Redick was just god-awful. If he's not sh- making shots, what is he good at? Tell me. What, what's his purpose? Exactly. Huh. They're, 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 you don't know. <laughs> what does he do other than cheating? So then we shipped him and he... Drink water. <laughs> Drink water. <laughs> we we trade, in my opinion, this was the most underrated trade in the whole entire season. James Johnson... Wow, who? Oh, yeah. <laughs> James Johnson was actually so helpful for us. He played a bit of uh, small ball five. Whoa, hold oh, on. Again. Someone's having my mic again. Well, my mic's been that. My, hold on. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. My mic's been acting crazy today. It's weird. It's weird. Um, Go on. James Johnson was playing small ball five when um, Jackson Hayes was having a rest and Steve Nams was injured, and he actually did good. He's like, I would keep James Johnson. I'm being dead ass. I would keep him because he's a good veteran. He's got that tough, gritty, just that grittiness which you need on the team. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He doesn't need to play that much minutes. Just playing 15 minutes. Uh, I would pay him probably like two years for like $6 million. Like, I would say that's fair. Yeah. And he could just be that gritty guy which we, which the Pelicans desperately need. And um, I would let Jackson Hayes start next year. I know mm-hmm. I don't think Jackson Hayes is ready yet, but Stephen Adams is the worst pick and roll defender in the world. So like, we can't get any worse, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you can't get any worse than that. So you might as well. But listen, you got. Hold on, hold on. Let me say something. You guys get the tenth pick. There's rumors you're gonna trade up. You need to trade up right now. But what would we trade? Trade. I'm, I'm, up. I'm not willing to trade up. Trade. Trade the tenth pick. Tenth pick because it sounds like you want Lonzo Ball gone. Lonzo Bond for the I don't know. No, I don't want move Lonzo. up to the um. Let's just say the who has the seventh pick. I would not know right now. Um, let me let me go on my laptop real quick. Hold on. All right. Don't trade for any of the Magic's picks because I like I I kind of like where we are. No, we I'll trade up. you the tenth pick. I'll trade you the tenth pick. Um, my kangaroos for your eighth pick. That sounds like a fair deal. You know what I mean? Like, right. you, know, you know, you know, you know what? You know what? Give us, give us, um, 
Hey, hold on, hold on. Uh, Here, I got a better deal. I'll give you the tenth pick, as many kangaroos as you want, and an emu. That that sounds like a fair deal. Uh, I don't know how you pass up on that. Uh, give 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 us give give us outback. Give us another outback. Give us give me free outback steakhouse. Okay, and we got a deal. I did, uh, by the way, is outback steakhouse true Australian food? Yeah, bro. It's just like it's just meat, bro. Fuck. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Bro, Australian Australian steakhouse is so good, bro. Hold on, Australia, okay. mate. Australia, mate. So let's see the tenth. Wait, the seventh pick is gone. State. They're not going to trade. Oh uh, no! Well, they wouldn't trade down. That makes no sense for them. So, oh no! Realistically, <clears throat> let me go into trade machine. Yeah, hold on. NBA trade because that's the best way of how to do it. I'm not willing to trade up. I'm not willing to trade Nikhil. Unless it's like a good package. Obviously, I'm not going to be like how the Heat were with Tyler Hero. I'm not that freaking insane. Like, if there's a right deal, then I would give him up. But I personally just wouldn't trade him just for the sake of trading him. You know what I mean? Like, he's a he's a nice guy to have on your team. Yeah. Um, why? Where's the trade machine which I use? Hold up, sorry. Use ESPN trade machine. Oh, I don't use ESPN. I use a different one because you can use first-round picks as well. Yeah, that's true. Um. Okay, so let's go Pelicans, yeah? So among the Pelicans, I look at this roster. Brandon Ingram's making the most money, um, obviously for for good reason because Zion is still on his rookie year contract. Um, also, one of the most underrated free agents in this year is Josh Hart. If we do not bring him back, yeah, I cry. I am literally going to cry. We need to bring him back. How much do you bring him back for, though? Like, I don't, I don't know how much I would be willing to bring him. Ten mil at max. If he wants more than 10 mil, as much as it would kill me, I'm not paying a role play more than $10 million. Yeah. Agreed? Like, okay. Agreed. I'm going to name some players on the Pelicans. Who do you think should be traded? So, obviously, Brett. Oh, I saw this post, by the way, real quick. Um, It was the Raptors. Um, <laughs> uh, Brandon Ingram. You saw it, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I saw it. Yeah, Brandon Ingram should retire. What? I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Don't mind that trade at all. I would actually like to see Brandon Ingram on the Raptors. He would fit the timeline perfectly. He would be there, there's no one else is gonna take shots from him. Like Fred Van Vliet, you're gonna you're gonna take a step. Pascal Siakam isn't that guy, clearly. And Brandon Ingram is obviously better when he's a volume shooter and he's efficient. Something which Monte Ellis wasn't. <clears throat> Okay, so let's let's. I'm gonna make my own trade to the Raptors, and you're gonna tell me All right. a good deal. Okay, so let me let me pick the Raptors. Where are the Raptors? Okay, so I'm looking at this team. Yeah, who would the Pelicans want? So obviously, you would have to give up. You would have to give up your fourth pick. You you have to give up the fourth overall pick. I don't have. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you give the fourth overall pick up. For money, you have to give up OG and Anobi. I know that sucks for, for Raptor yeah. fans, but... Good. Hold on. OG and Anobi can't succeed somewhere else. OG and Anobi is not going to succeed if he stays in Toronto. OG and Anobi, he's out of Toronto. Well, I I know a lot of people who love Andrew. Andrew. <laughs> OG and Anobi. Hey, man. Andrew Wiggins to the Raptors? Question mark? You know? 